You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. I'm your host, Heather Nicholson. Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. Heather, you look like there's a lot on your mind, if not on your plate. What is going on? (laughs) Oh, only if I could. What is going on with Heather this morning? So for the last few weeks, I know, you know what, let me start off here. A lot of people have asked me, how am I doing since that one podcast era, A Lesson in Healing? And people were concerned and I, I really thank them for their, for their concern. And, and there happened to be, um, a great healing after that. It was like, almost like an ego death and everything released. And there was just, there was a lot of information that came in that evening because I did an Amujam retreat and on the Amujam retreat, she mentioned how us on a soul level, we were um, always putting people first. And so when our intuition would come up, our psychic intuitions would come up, it would be pulled back. And I was like, that explains everything. That's why I was so angry in the morning, why I felt like I kept on being on this yo-yo and I got tired of it. Well, because I want to put myself first before other people now, it's changing. So now I have to like, go more in depth with my intuition and just learning to trust myself more. And after that, it's been great. I've had great weeks. It's just, it's been really lovely and just sitting with just being neutral and feeling the love pour out of me. I mean, the other, just the other night, what was it? It was uh, two days ago and I was just driving going, you know, singing like, I feel great. Do, 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 do. I feel great. <laughs> so this morning I wake up and I am, I start getting nauseous. I'm in a world of pain. I feel this heavy weight sitting on my solar plex area and there's sharp mm-hmm. pain shooting out of my, my sacral area. And it almost feels like like I also have a hernia. So I have a little tiny baby hernia, but this felt like a hernia times 10 trying to come out of my belly button. And I close my eyes and I see that there is this dark distorted energy sitting there. And I'm like, Oh, hell no. You need to get to moving. Like you do not have permission to attach attack or do whatever you want. So I say my spiel and I'm like, I sever all contracts that I've ever had with you. I sever all attachments and ties. Nothing's happening. They're not going, they're not letting up. And I'm just like, what the devil is going on? And so I'm getting frustrated. I start crying because I'm nauseous and I don't feel good. And I'm like, okay. 
I needed to take a step back. I try to remove myself as much as possible because you're not your body. You're not what's going on. You're like, you're like this soulful being in the middle of a planetary system of all these different parts of yourself. So I'm trying to take a step back to consciously understand what's going on. And then all of a sudden it pops in my head and like, I flash back to, uh, Amu Jam talking yesterday about how she also had a dark energy munching on her shoulder because she had something that was unresolved. And I was like, Oh, this is unresolved stuff. Like, okay, so what is it that needs to be resolved? And then all of a sudden it flashed to her also talking to this lady of there might be some energy. There might be you on a different level, whether it be past life or, you know, this lifetime of where, you know, it doesn't want something as much as you want something. And I was just like, Oh, okay. Well, this makes complete sense because I went to a Reiki share and one of the, the ladies was a medium and she said she saw my team in the here I was in the Akashic Records looking up a book and constantly scanning the books going, I got to find it. I got to find it. I got to find it. And she wants to help me. And she's like, what do you want me to help you find? And they're like, my team's like, no, no, no. She knows. She knows. It's her. She's looking for. She doesn't need help. She'll figure it out. Don't worry. But it's her. She's just looking for herself. She thinks the answers are in the books. And I was just like, damn it. I'm like, fine. So I made a, I made a conscious effort. Right after the Reiki share, I was like, that's it. I'm not, I'm not going to be listening to the spiritual teachers. The closest ones that I'll do is Amujam for the, the group retreat sessions, but that's it. Like I am, I am my truth. I seek my truth within me and that's it. So I said, I made a, I made a vow to myself that I'm going to find the answers within myself and try not to find them from anybody else. That's it. So here I am <laughs> trying to, <laughs> And then, and then as I'm trying to clear out this energy and it's not going away. And then I realized that there's this part of me that doesn't want to know the truth of who I am. Cause it came, it came up. I started hearing it being, it was uh, with my eyes closed. Here comes up this purple indigo floaty cloud with this red floaty cloud. And, and then all of a sudden it turns into circles and one t- with me trying to pierce the other circle and the other one's like, no, screw you. Get away from me. I'm not going back into you. I don't trust in you. I don't trust anybody. And I was just like, okay, now we figure it out. Part of it. So I am, I am saying, okay, I hear you. I validate you. I don't want to change you. And I said, whatever experience you went through. And then all of a sudden the emotions start coming even more. I start crying and I was, and it was like, no, I don't trust you. I don't trust my soul. I don't, like, what if this happens again? What if I start yo-yoing and you take things away from me? I mean, there was this whole tirade and I was just like, I hear you. I validate you. And I said, I started doing the Hopo Ono. I was, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I went through this whole entire thing. And then here's this energy that's pounding on me. And I was just like, okay. and I asked my team to assist me. And I was like, Hey, yo, can I get some help over here? And they're like, Nope. and they're like you can do it you made a promise to yourself you'll figure it out and I was like damn it (laughs) (laughs) what the hell so I'm like fine so I start working through it and the pain lessens a little bit I know that the dark distorted energies were still hanging around but they weren't as bright red and it wasn't as violent feeling on me and so I was like okay 
I'm walking away for a little bit and I'll come back a little bit later to check it out again and see, cause I'm, I'll be in a different headspace. I have a meeting that I have to go to. So it's okay. I don't have to fix it in this moment. So then I went back and, and I did some more cause there was more of um, more trust and, and um, not feeling safe in your body. That was the other one. I didn't want to mm-hmm. come home cause it wasn't safe before wherever that was. And I was like, okay, I hear you. And then I had to tell it, um, I God, I forget what I did, but I remember what helped ease a lot of the pain was, um, for whenever you're ready, I am open for you to come home. Hmm. And then all of a sudden it was just like, (laughs) instead of like, come home. No, whenever you're ready. And I'll, I'll, I said, I'll hold a space for you. And what's really cool is I just watched an Amunjam video because she's doing a group retreat right now that's going to be going on for the Ecuadorian. I just watched the video and she said the exact same thing. And I was like, yay, <laughs> we're on the right track. <laughs> so, but yeah, right now it's, there's still a little bit in my back and my solar plex and, oh, look, three, two, one. I keep keeping getting three, two, ones lately. Um. What I'm getting is just wait for the group retreat tonight because then that will help the group energy will help clear the rest out. I was like, okay, thank you, baby Jesus. You keep getting three, two, one. It's either one, two, three or three, two, one. So now we're on countdown. Like I got a whole bunch of, I got a whole bunch of one, two, threes a lot through weeks and weeks and weeks. And now we're, now we're at three, two, one. So now we're countdown. Yeah. When I get that sequence, yeah, just like seven, eight or seven, six, five, like I'll go through periods where I get a bunch of countdowns. I'm like, Oh, okay. And then when I get the other way, that to me is you're taking the right steps. You're doing it. You know, you, I got that this morning. Boom, boom, boom. I got, so cool. I got one, two, three, four. And I was like, thank you. And I got one, two, three. And it's just like, all right, so I'm doing it. Start. <clears throat> Good job. It's not all love and light sometimes <laughs> as we have shown on this podcast. You've had this a couple of weeks ago in a, in a different sort, but it's just been um, one thing after another, right? With continued growth. And the only question I would ask, which I asked you earlier was, you know, did you ask for some kind of um, awareness, some kind of growth, something to tackle? And then it, it gave you this opportunity, right? Because yeah. we ask and, and we shall receive. Um, and for you, Heather, I, I would ask on that, it, it, it appears from the story, from from what you share that whenever you are working through um, any of your growth periods, it feels from the outskirts, it looks to be so um, solitary. Like it's really just you and your emotions and your mind and your physical. And it just is like such a um, contained environment for you. So um, it's interesting because I, I marvel at that that um, there, it doesn't feel like there's any out or external influence that affects you or that is into the, into the mix and how you deal with it. Just, it just seems to be, it comes from you. It works through you. It's all about you. And then it, you know, you'll heal it through there. And it's just, it's just very different from how I, I work through things because mine is so much external is affects me into my internal and that's right. how I work through it. So it's interesting to see how, um, just to see how so much can be worked on without having anyone around that sets off these um, 
emotions or these experiences. So I, I find that a very interesting. But you know what, I, I do see it as more external for, for actually for me, because it has reached the physical. I do feel it on set because it would it was, it might have been swimming out here and I'm not paying attention to it. And I'm just like, Oh, yeah, you're there. Okay, let's hang out. But there's like, you know what? No, look at me. Like, I'm gonna kick your butt right now. <laughs> So let's and that get would physical be like with, with the dark energies you were talking about or the things that you felt. Yeah. Like they're like, look, influencing you. Yeah. I have, I have contractual agreements with these beings because I don't want to be who you want to be. So they're going to stay there as just as much as you want them gone. So, and until, until they're going to, okay. Now say that again. they're going to stay there as much as you want them gone. So you're saying yeah. like, that's their, their intention. Like they have a mission and you have an intention and it's just right now it's just two heads button up against each other okay. so so then how how does one move through that i, mean, I had to surrender have to surrender do you got i surrender? i had okay. i had to surrender i was like look i don't have the answers right now i need i'm just surrendering because after after i did realize that that this was what was going on that there's there's part this my consciousness that part of me that was upset and not being validated and like look pay attention to me, validate me. And I was like, okay. So I did validate and it did lessen to the point where I can go about my day now without, you know, healing over and going to the emergency room. (laughs) So there's a, there's a practice that um, I used to do. It's, I don't know if it's just bond, but, or if it's a Buddhist thing where you do a form of surrender and you actually, you allow them, so to speak to, if they're munching on your shoulder, you you allow them to do it. You just let go of your form, so to speak. And with the intention that because you are coming from a place of love as they're munching on you or whatever, it's actually going to, in fact, raise their vibration a little bit, you know, so you're actually healing them a little bit, but it's this form of just sort of surrender and allowing this to not take over because you're not identifying with your body, but it's got to be hard if it's a physical, like you're in physical pain. I, I don't know how you would even, uh, I I can't (laughs) imagine that. Um, but I've done that in the past with the mental things where it's just like, finally just like, okay, I just let go. Yeah. I I just let go. After it eased up a little bit, I was just like, okay, I still recognize that there's more energies here, uh, you know, this distorted energy and I surrender. I trust myself. That's what I said. I trust myself to figure it out and it doesn't need to be right this second. Can you explain for some people who might be not understanding what you even mean by an entity or an energy munching on a shoulder? (laughs) You know, some people might be like, you know, I don't even know. So, so us as light beings, because I consider us all light beings, here you are, you're a soulful being that wants to have an experience of dis- disempowerment. So you make contractual agreements with this dark, distorted energy, because you want to have an experience, you, d- you want to know what it feels like. So you sprinkle a little bit of distortion, a little bit of uh, lack and, you know, whatever else you want to put in your little cake and then you bake it and it pops out a human and you go and experience it in the world. And that's what I mean by dark distorted energies. So you have contracts with it or they attach to you because they see a hole in your field. And if you're say in your disempowered state, here's this hole in your field, they can go in and attach to that and be like, well, 
you kind of invited me. So here I am. And what's a hole in the field? Explain in that. your, in your energetic field. What, what does that mean though? Like I can, I understand you're saying a hole, but what would that mean to someone? Like, how does a person get a hole in their field? Does it rip? Does it create it? Is it missing something? What does that mean? So I, someone can. Yes. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's whatever it's all the above. So if you, if you're in a disempowered state and you and it create, I think it, to me, it's a hole. So the way I see it, it looks like a little dark blob hole in the field. So it allows for an entry point for an energy to distort your reality. Do you ever see it as a vibrational match as well? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're a vibrational match for. So an example would be if you're in a a low Mm -hmm. vibration, whether you're physically not feeling well or you're sad or depressed, your energy your, your big light then dims a little bit. So energies out there that perhaps are not the highest vibrations are matching. And then they, it, are you, is it like akin to you become a host, you know, and these things come along and they're like, Oh, okay. We're attracted to her, to this person because right now they're in this state. And that's that what I wouldn't know are. that I wouldn't know about a host. I just know that they could flavor your experience. And I like that flavoring because they'll put, you know, they could put a thought in your head and it's up to you if you want to take that thought or not. Okay. But it would be a thought in your head with that energy. So if you're already feeling down mm-hmm. and now an, an, an idea comes in to, you know what, things always happen to me. I'm just so unlucky or I'm tired uh-huh. of, you know, nothing works out for me. That can necessarily, you're saying, not be your thought. They're exactly. These, these attachments. Exactly. Happened. Okay. I'll put in your head. So then how does one you're saying for, cause you believe in contracts, you're saying it could be a contractual agreement where you're supposed to have this relationship and it's going to flavor your life. Okay. So mm-hmm. where's the flavor and, and, and how does one <laughs> unflavor if they don't like that? <laughs> I think becoming more self-aware helps you to unflavor. So the more you want to embody the truth of who you mm-hmm. are, it will come up to be released. However, it is for you. For me, I see it as, I see it as, uh, I feel them. I feel them as a pain in my gut, like a stabbing pain in my gut. And then also, um, I see them, I call it on my radar. So I see them floating out there on my radar and also they try to mask their color trying to trick me and it just I sense them that I'm like no you're you're you feel like buzzing mad energy so just no <laughs> so and then I t- I just tell them I'm like look you I've created my own language for they have to leave so you, you don't they don't have permission anymore they have to leave and because I'm too self-aware to the, allow them to stay and that's the thing you become too self-aware for allowing them to stay. You recognize and it's take years. Numbers. Yeah. And it takes years. It's not going to be overnight. It's not going to be next week. It's going to take a while. And I, that's where, that's where my trust comes in that, you know, someday, some somewhere. And I think a lot has to do with doing Amujam's retreats. Yes, she helps a lot, but a lot comes up for you as the human to recognize. And that's where this, this 
I think extreme sometimes releasing happens because I'm asking for more and more and more and more and more. So, and shall receive, right? Yep. Yep. In many ways. Let's ask, you know, and I don't want to give too much weight. Angela doesn't want to talk about, but Angela is not feeling you know, uh, her 100. <laughs> this is not Angela. Angela is slumping, yeah, so slumping we over we the microphone. Her, but it's a, it's a good example of, you know, she's got her own things going on, <clears throat> physically not feeling well, and we appreciate her being here. But Angela, when you're in this state yourself, and your energy is certainly not the Angela we all know, and which is always vibrating, what have you, do you feel like this makes you vulnerable to get attachments also or you don't have a contract or how, how would you explain your own place right now well i know why i got sick because i needed i wanted to procrastinate i didn't want to deal with the world so uh I, you know i it, it allowed for this sore throat to kind of get its way in i'm I started two years ago, I really started to be aware of how my thoughts can affect things like my health, which I think a lot of people can relate to that more than maybe, let's say, if the idea of energy or entities attaching is a little far-fetched for you. Think of it in terms of, um, you know, when you're really stressed out and you're constantly we have, we all have times where maybe our job's getting to us a relationship and you're just filled with negative energy and you're ruminating on what's going wrong and you're stressed out. And what do we say? Oh, my, my immune system was compromised because I've been so stressed lately. Someone in the bond tradition might say that there was a hole in your field that allowed an entity to come in. So it's kind of like, I think we're all more familiar with these concepts that Heather's talking about than we realize. We've just codified them in different ways. I go back and forth. There are times where I definitely feel like something's an entity. I was dealing with it um, one the other morning where I, when I was in that liminal state, when you know you're awake, but you're, it's when I tend to see the visions and whatnot. I guess it's a hypnotic state, actually. Um, and I could feel this depression coming in and I'm like what's going on I just like I'm just waking up this is not what's going on and I saw like this huge like lamprey type you know when they like those suckers the the lamprey where they're lampreys, like yeah lampreys yeah where they have all those teeth so it literally like flashed in front of me and I thought huh and right now I'm playing with instead of saying I cut I go you know all that I cut the cords up. I'm, I just said, I have you in my complete awareness. You don't have any permission to attach, but I am, you are completely in my awareness. And when I did that, then I was able to be completely present. And when you're completely present and you're coming from, you know, source the truth within you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're coming from source or the truth within you, something that looks like a lamprey that's making you feel depressed can't um, attach because it's like too. think of it in terms of temperature. I'm too hot. It'll singe itself if it tries to attach to me because I've managed to raise my vibration to a point where I can push it away. And so I kept doing that, being present. And then when I checked on it again, it had this blackness that was starting to take over it and it was solving in front of me. So there's a lot going on right now. And last night, 
Um, mine don't tend to come in physical sensations the way Heather does. I get mental stuff. And I was coming up against, because I was working on a project uh, with the clinic that was triggering all of my, you're getting too big, you're going to be seen. All of a sudden, all of my, it was like just this rush of old ideas, like coming at me and you shouldn't do this. You should have do this. And to the point where I was mentally exhausted and I did nothing. Like I was actually staring at the computer when I realized it's been minutes have gone by and my, you know, negative self, ego, whatever you want to say, all the protection came in. It was like doing everything it can to, to distract me, to keep me from making the next step or, you know, making progress. And I just, I had to surrender and just say, okay, I have no idea what the next step is to make this project move forward, but I know it's not thinking about it in the way that I used to think about things. And I just surrendered. And I said to source, it is my intention to take the next step forward, but I'm going to wait until I'm rested, until I have some guidance. But I know all of you flooding my mind right now, you're not real. You're, you're not relevant, I should say. So that's how I handle it. And did I completely get off track? Because no, no. Okay. <laughs> you know, you, it's great because you tied in how Heather was talking about you know, uh, oh. things that can attach Andes, which is fine. And I just want to ask you then, Angela, when you talk about um, you brought on this illness, would would you say that because you were stressed, you have all these responsibilities and these commitments and these people that you certainly wanted to not let down, that instead of just saying, you know what, I'm going to take a couple of days off or I need a break or I need whatever, you keep working through it and it just hits that point where it's too much and you manifest an illness so that you can get a timeout because then there's no guilt with it. I got sick. I need the time yep. off now. I'm not going to let anyone down because I'm, I'm legally allowed to lay in bed right. all day and read. Um, yeah, that's totally it. And the, when I was younger, I remember we, I had this horrible boss and my work wife at the time was watching me and she's like, you're, you're going to make yourself sick because our boss was just being awful. And of course we can't respond, right? You just have to like suppress all your feelings. And I was just like vibrating. I was so frustrated. And she's like, you're going to get yourself sick. And sure enough, by that evening, I had a horrible case of strep throat. I used to do that all the time. It would manifest that fast because there's germs everywhere, but we have an immune system that kind of keeps them out unless we weaken it. Now you can do that. You know, you were asking earlier, what do tears in someone's uh, fields look like? It can come through drugs. It can come through cigarettes. It can come through just things that do not keep your body vibrating and in health will start to affect your fields. Because as we all know, the physical is the last layer. You're starting off with the spiritual, then it goes to the mental, then it goes to the emotional, and then it forms, it crystallizes in the physical. So it can go the other way too. But yeah, if, you've, if you're drinking every night not, because you're stressed out and you're trying to numb down your feelings, that's going to start, it, it has to go somewhere. So not only is it going to go somewhere in your body, but it's also going to go out into your fields. And that's what starts to weaken. Like it's like your own personal ozone system. So then 
the concepts. If you don't think of them as entities, you can think of them as a concept, right? So you, and some thought that you can't let go of that stresses you even further until now a germ can get it. You know, it's just, it's all, it's all very similar. We've just named them different things across different cultures yeah. and during different eras. And you've had it in your throat chakra, you said a couple of times. So do you, um, you manifest it there? Um, is that something that you understand or you're still trying to figure out for yourself? I understand it, I think, until you say something like that. And then I'm like, holy crap. Yep. <laughs> it is always in my throat chakra. <clears> throat> so, so you the can't answer, vocalize. Yeah. So I'm, I'm silent. Oh, and wow. I used to um, <laughs> suffer from sore throats a lot, laryngitis a lot. And um, I have my tonsils. So it wasn't a childhood thing. It became a really probably a a young person, say, you know, late teens, well, until the last case I got was well over 10 years ago. And um, it was always, I'd get that, you know, like you're swallowing glass, oh, and just yeah. terrible. And it was, it, you know, and it's interesting because my mom would always talk about, she always had throat issues too. And once I started doing the work um, in, in my spiritual growth, and then certainly, um, for me, followed uh, Louise Hay and You Can Heal Your Life. I, I understood my mom's before I understood mine because my mom never did have a voice to speak up and and speak her truth. And she accommodated, you know, everyone around her, what have you. So I understood hers and it was harder for me to understand mine because I didn't seem, seem to follow that same suit. But of course, that was a story I was telling me, right? Just because I was more vocal than her didn't mean I was still speaking my truth. So um, that was the last great case I had. And um, you know, I hope I hope I don't need to have that come up for me again. But for me, it was communication, you know, and that's yeah. throat chakra does represent that and along with other things. But um, but then, <laughs> you know, life is so grand, it just goes somewhere else. And, and then like, okay, well, this one's done. <laughs> Let me show you what else we can work on. And then entered the sciatica years, but anyway, uh, what is sciatica? <laughs> what does that represent? That really I think it much faster than I did the throat. It's fear. It's a fear based. Is it? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Isn't so it all fear fear-based. when it boils down? To oh it? yeah. When it's all, when it all comes down to it. Yeah. All um, fear or love in some way, shape or form. Right. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, Louise Hay has, it's like the lower the, the issues, the more fear there are though. And even like, you know, there's anyway, but it's, it's, it's good for people. If you see a pattern in your life, and again, we're not doctors, we're not counselors. We're certainly not giving um, any medical uh, or psychological advice. We're just saying, if you see a pattern in your own life that you continue to get sick with certain things, you know, do some research. Uh, there's lots of uh, books that talk about emotional um, causes and emotional um, blocks that manifest in physical and see if it, it, it resonates. I mean, the first time I ever read uh, Louise Hay and, and she has a, a glossary that has pretty much a lot of ailments, anything from allergies to, you know, back problems. And it's just usually a word or a couple sentences. And if you get a little sting out of that, you know, that might be the trigger where you're going, oh, oh gosh. Okay. Or if you resonate, think that could be it, but you know, explore it. And when you recognize it and you start to work through it, I tell you, you know, my experience has been, it doesn't take a hold on you anymore. I get through it so much faster. Um, 
And it's interesting when you start seeing why it came up now, what's going on. If it's fear-based, what's scaring you, you know, if it's money-based, what are you spending money on? What, what what are you afraid of? Um, I think allergy she has is someone in your life that really is, um, you have a problem with that's really upsetting you or caught that you need to work out. I think that's what she has for allergies. Oh, um, I, I got to think about that one then. Kidney stones are little lumps of anger. You know, what are you holding in there? Um, you know, just all kinds of things. And again, it doesn't mean that's exactly it, but is there something that you could kind of go, that's interesting, you know, let me, let me explore it. Because of the path I'm on, I'm going to have to push back on that one and say, ask your own self, your own heart. So will know. Well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Because you know but, what? You have to re deprogram yourself yeah. from all what you learn from somebody else. Well, absolutely. I mean, I've I've never been one to to, to take really but it's anything. a starting anyone point. says, but exactly. But it's a starting you, point. It's very hard to just if you haven't done any, you know, deep work to just come up, okay, what am I thinking? It's just hard to go to anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. And other than like my back hurts. Okay. Well, guess what? I was lifting or guess what? I was, you know, um, um, carrying extra weight or I was stretching, whatever the case, it's very hard to go to what the emotion thing is. What you're and a lot of the times it may go blame to external and that's not about blaming, you know, right. It's even yeah. blaming ourselves is about what are we being uh, triggered? What's coming up to be recognized. So there's a lot of different, you know, Louise is certainly one that I like, but there's all, there's quite a few, I think, uh, Dr. Um, Joe Dispenza, he uses, he talks a lot about oh, he's great. as well with, with uh, manifesting an illness because he overcame quite an illness. So, you know, he's another one that talks about how things, and it's just good to, I mean, I, I, I like to listen to a lot of different people and then get my ideas from it. I can't learn on my own. I just, I, I can't, I'll come to my conclusions once I'm in resistance to someone else or once I start, but to just have it pop out of the world for me, it, you know, um, no, it's, the, and it's not very easy. No. And it's, it's, it's a good place to start because, you know, Heather's right. You have to come to your own conclusions, but she's been doing it for a while. And she started off listening to other people. We all did until I walked away. Until <laughs> you walked away, but you're ready to do that now. And I think for a lot of people, it's really hard. I remember years ago when I was a consultant, I was consulting for this company that was bringing all of their partners through and it was a huge global corporation. So they had thousands of partners and we were doing these workshops about leadership and they would just tell them, go be leaders. And they were like, gee, thanks. <laughs> and they said, we can't tell you because then you won't be leaders is essentially what they were being told. I was like, this is the worst effing <laughs> workshop ever <laughs> so <laughs> it is helpful to have something to at least think okay could this be true for me or i'm going to act as if it's true and then see if it resonates or holds up and then from there you know it's like tarot cards you know the basic meanings but then after time you refine it so yeah sciatica or allergies may not mean someone's irritating you, but what a great place to start. If you, if, if you're not that naturally intuitive in that way to think, Oh, okay. I didn't think about that. Let's start playing there. And if it doesn't work, maybe for you, it means you're being silent. You know, it, it, it can mean anything, but, but start somewhere hmm. and see if it resonates. And if it doesn't find out why and just keep refining it. And then, then your language will come. But it is, I think, important to start 
explore it, it helps absolutely. using explore. other people's systems that's because what they're there for absolutely absolutely there's millions of us and we all have different experiences but there's some that we kind of have similar maybe right that we resonate with i mean some are so shockingly i don't even know what they're talking about and you can't relate you just can't relate maybe this state in your life maybe ever but there's yeah. some that you can go they just they they allow you to like gravitate with them and just like oh, okay i see where they're coming from because I have that kind of um, perception as well. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting stuff when you start looking at illness more than just germs and, and a compromised <laughs> immune system. Um, not, it's not for everyone. Some people do not like, you know, combining the emotional effect to it. Um, I like it. I, I like it very much. So for me, because it gives me something to work on because then it's about me healing myself. I don't need to have to think it's going to take medicines or what have you. And that's not to say I don't use it, but it, it puts control into me. How can I work through it? How can I get through it? Right. I also though want to inject something that this is not a, a reason for you to beat up on yourself. A lot of people have chronic illnesses and it's all too easy to blame yourself. Yeah. You know, this, this was a long time in creation. And you can't just think, oh, I figured it out. It's all better. No, there is like those layers that we talked about. The physical is the very last layer. There is spiritual, mental, and emotional. All of those have to be in alignment. So do not beat yourself up right. for anything chronic, anything that won't go away. You're on a journey. For some reason, this is here. It's up to you to define why it's there. But <coughs> sorry. I cough all over the place. That's just so fitting, isn't it? It is, right? But don't blame yourself. You know, so many people with chronic diseases or stuff can get really down on themselves because it's sure. like, well, yeah. why am I not healing? Yeah, right. Even if it's not chronic, just you know, know what? Like yeah. you, you don't, you don't want to be ill. You don't. I mean, who, who right. wants to feel terrible? And because no you never fault. know. Yeah, Absolutely. especially on a soul level, you wanted to try. Something. Right. Maybe, maybe your experience, like yeah. as a contract or you signed up for it and, um, you know, yours is different. It, it can't be held. Maybe, I don't know. Is there such yeah. a thing? We don't know. We don't have all the answers. All right, ladies due to Angela's lovely <laughs> poor health. <laughs> I think we should wrap it up. We like to thank the listeners for tuning in to the three intuitive healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the three intuitive healers podcast show. Remember when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the three intuitive healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast. 